I'd yell at these kids to get off my lawn, but they seem to have zero interest in being here to begin with. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined, of course, by the man who wants to know, are you playing your love games with me? Kevin Greck. Greck, how you doing? <laughs> uh, and, and only Kevin Greck uh, this week. That's right, listeners. He's forsaken you. He doesn't care. He cares more <laughs> about his mother on her day. Then about you guys. I think it's... Are we sure it was his mom? <laughs> oh, wait. He did say it was his mom. He did say, it he was did his say specifically it was his mom. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're going back to it. It's OG style uh, yeah. here at the Can't Read, Can't Write. And uh, I think people are going to realize that we have Plum for a reason. <laughs> Uh, Maybe it's a scotch <laughs> episode, though, because I already have popped the top over here and topped up on the drum. So I got myself a little nice añejo. So uh, let's do it. Um, thank you, of course, everyone for listening. Uh, it, you know, filling your summer while couching the rube is out on vacation. Uh, if we could ask a small favor, please share the pod with Spartans in your life. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Spartan underscore pod. Shockingly low number of followers on Instagram. I wonder why. Can't imagine uh, why. There's so much effort being put in over there. I Honestly, I feel like maybe we should stop asking people to follow us there. I think we should just let it die on the vine. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Hey, look, if you're 14 or whatever, uh, you know, uh, folks are hiring people for these days, uh, you can come be our social media manager. Here, 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 here. So, do the whole region. Yeah. Uh, uh, our, Greg, what are we doing this show? Greenwall. Twitter questions. Off Grand River. Gambling. Gambling investigation. I don't even know what that means. Gambling investigations? Off Grand River? Iowa? Oh, this is the Iowa thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now I know. Now I know what we're talking about. But it's a broader, um, it's not just a, Alabama had it too. It's, it's, you called it. So I figured that you could take a victory lap. This is my opportunity. Uh, anyway, do we, um, do we want to talk about football? Do, 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 do should we, is it worth Will there be a 2024 class? Is people are wondering. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Explain to the people that aren't following the whims of 16-year-old boys. Uh, what we're referring to here? Yeah, so uh, MSU, uh, you know, lost uh, lost a commitment from their remaining top-ranked player in the class of 2024. Um, I'm now worried to look and see what our recruiting ranking is. Oh, 41. That's exciting. Um, <clears throat> so... Uh, that, that brought us from four recruits down to three recruits. Um, he was a four-star, uh, a pretty decently rated uh, four-star cornerback out of Florida. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamari Howard. I, I don't know. It, you know, let me, let me backtrack. Um, for, for those who maybe are plugged in or super following this or 
cared to pay attention to the whispers. It it does seem like this was going to be known to be happening. Um, I don't love the thing that recruiting sites and quote unquote recruiting insiders do where they're like, yeah, we knew this was going to happen. Like this isn't a really big surprise as if to invalidate people understandably being concerned about what's happening. Um, so just by way of comparison, because I, I think it's fair to say that we would um, like to be, um, well, so uh, the University of Michigan right now has the number one class in the nation with 16 total commits, 10 four stars, five three stars, and one five star. This is on 24-7. And yeah. that's not an average, that's a composite. So that's because they have more recruits they do necessarily improve their standing in the list yeah but so, 10 four stars and a five star is correct. a nice class no matter how you slice it correct, um correct, ohio correct. state's number two with 13 commits with nine four stars and two five stars uh, like so you know if or, you want to here's if, another way to look at it there are only three teams in the Big Ten with fewer commitments for the class of 2024, and they are Illinois, Northwestern, and Indiana. So cool. not where you want to be. Yeah. Now, it it does seem like we have some strong irons in the fire. Uh, you know, I, I don't worry that this class is going to come out small again, um, and I suspect that we'll pick up some decent pieces in this class, you know, Mm -hmm. but look, whether this was a known decommitment or not, doesn't really matter. No, like uh, this. And, and uh, so I I guess that I have, I have two questions for you, Greg. One is, is there a middle ground? We've talked before about D'Antonio's style of like, we'd love to take your commitment. It'd be great. But like, you go somewhere else, we're done here. Like, and, and, and Tucker's, you know, the way, the way some folks say it, like, this was never really a great commitment. And so like, even from the beginning, so, you know, is there a middle ground between those two places where you might say to a kid like that, Hey man, I would love you to come here, but like, if you're really not sure, I don't need you to say that we're in super first place right now for your commitment. Right. Right. I listen, I don't know. The 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 rules have entirely changed in in college football recruiting. So it, commitments, decommitments, I don't think Mark D'Antonio could operate in today's environment. And I no. think he knows <laughs> that he couldn't operate in today's environment. And that's why he's not the coach here anymore. Uh, definitely a contributing factor. But it is uh, incredibly concerning that immediately following a very small class in 16, I believe, last year. Now that there isn't space on this roster, by the way, uh, but to follow it up and be this far behind all of the other, not all, as I said, all but three of the other Big Ten uh, in fairness, in Maryland is only one spot higher and has five three stars. I, I I will take our position of two four stars and two three stars to Maryland's five three stars. 
I'll just, sorry. Uh, we're one four star, Barbara. Oh, you're right. They haven't, they haven't updated. <laughs> the team Jaylen rankings Thompson. haven't updated. Yeah. All right. Maybe I take Maryland. It's position. rough for a, I mean, this is a staff that told us that recruiting is going to be the backbone of their lifeblood entire approach. And you fire again, the insiders to tell you this is a known thing. You fire your, your coordinator for recruiting. Uh, you're retooling a whole staff. This sets you back, man. It does. It sets you back and it's concerning. If it's not concerning to you, I don't know what to tell you. And I think there are informed people that listen to this podcast that are kind of in all is well mode because they're hearing good things from inside the building. Yeah, that's what happens. The building's not the building's not going to tell you that it's on fire. You have to evaluate. Yeah, they are the dog meme. They are Correct. the dog meme. Yeah. So this is what happens when you have a lousy season like we did last year. But also, I got to say, like, there is just no enthusiasm around this program right now. Like, is yeah, there... We've talked about them going quiet. Like, it's weird, right? You, you they, don't see the... They seem to almost actively resent having a spring game. Um, they, they have very little presence on social media. I haven't seen Tucker drive around East Lansing in his sidewinder or whatever it's called uh, once so far this year. Like, I don't know what's going on over there, but it is. It's concerning right now. This moment, this time, the pulse check. It's concerning right now. And if, yeah, if it, you don't have that read, I don't know what you're looking at. You've got to be very even keeled and very like, well, the lines will be better in the fall and it will result in probably five wins. And uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Cause the schedule is brutal this year. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, to, to compound this. So, so people don't think that we're kind of being apoplectic about one child who decided not to go to our school, albeit a very talented, potentially child. Um, there are a number of transfer wide receivers that Michigan state was in on some of whom are from the state of Michigan and played at D two. And we lost out to, I believe Texas A&M. Uh, we didn't land a single one of those kids. And uh, as much as I like some of the pieces in our wide receiver room, the number of returning snaps in that wide receiver room is I believe not snaps. I'm sorry. The number of returning catches Re yeah, in that room is, is less than the number of receptions that Jaden Reed had last year or during his career. So um, like there's not, again, hope those kids ball out and are great, but like you could use some experience in that room. Um, Indeed. Uh, so to not pick any of them up, that's a bummer. Uh, you know, we we've had some misses on some 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 transfers that we uh starting back to I can't remember his name there was a safety that everyone thought was coming our way uh like Tucker even kind of half um, mentioned you know, referenced yeah. him during signing day oops so yeah i don't I, it, it this felt like 
um, the the critique of Tucker would have been, or the the potential comp of a bad version of Tucker that we thought we were going to have, right? The the comp would have been Brady Hoke, mm-hmm. shit coach, like total doofus, can recruit really but well, good recruiter, yeah, yeah. What is it when you recruit like worse than Mark D'Antonio, but also haven't proven yourself in game management situations and can't seem to fire a coach who's bad at their job? Like he's checking a lot of at this moment in time. Yeah. It, it, like and and let's let's be mindful of that. This is a snapshot in a week, and and a lot could change in the next three weeks. But at this moment in time, there have been no staff changes. He seems to lose only lower level staff that people actually like and brought in a small, albeit talented class last year. And this year is trending in the wrong direction and isn't closing the transfers that he ought to be closing. Like, and we have a whole season of game mismanagement to look at as well. So. I don't think you can make a roster. I know that last week Plum said these guys aren't real Spartans until they come in out of the <laughs> transfer portal. I think maybe at the time I should have pushed back on that a little bit more. It was a, a good bunch joke. of transfers does not a, a full roster make like you can't do it with mercenaries. You got to grow your own room, especially at the lines and especially, um, especially at the lines. So, but you need some difference makers too. Correct. Correct. Because as we're seeing, it's going to be hard to get those out of the transfer portal. The guys that are balling out, the can Coleman's, they're not supposed to end up in the transfer portal. (laughs) Right. The, The guys in the transfer portal usually are in the transfer portal for a reason. Didn't work out for them where they were. So I, I don't know, man, this is, it's bleak right now in the middle of, you know, May. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, which I think that's a good flag to put in. It's in the middle of May. We're about ready to hit official visit season. Uh, Tucker actually does have a halfway decent hit rate on closing during official visits. Um, a player that we lost, Nick Marsh. Um, is scheduled to take his last official visit with Michigan State. I believe mm-hmm. David Stone is still slated to take his last official visit with Michigan State. Like, there's some talent out there, and that's just the high-end prospects. Um, There are some high-ish end prospects that you'd be thrilled to join the team that are taking official visits. It, it's just, maybe it's a combination of a, a different social media approach and a different uh, or lack thereof, uh, director of player personnel or recruiting, however you want to you know describe it, that it just things feel a bit quiet right now. Um, so in three weeks, we could be looking at back at this episode and be like, delete that. Uh, but in in this moment, I would I'm love not to happy. look foolish. I would love to look foolish in three months. I'll sign up for that. We'll even make a note. I'm going to start the outline for mid-June right now and be like, things were bad one month ago. How are they right now? Eat crow if necessary. I just, I'm a little skeptical right now. Uh, Truly. 
that that's going to be the case. I yeah. Mean, so only, it, I mean, there were only sixteen guys in last year's class. Sixteen. Yeah. Admittedly, what eight of them were four stars? Uh, of them, yes, eight were four stars. Correct. So, I mean, you don't want to stay at a 16-person class, but if you can keep stacking eight-person four-star classes, then you'd be you'd be thrilled with that clip. Um, you know, seven to seven to nine probably puts you in the conversation of, hey, we're building a squad here. Uh, but all the same, we I think actually we've commented or in the last few weeks that. Seems like a lot more three-star offers going out. Uh, I don't know if there's some sort of reset happening within that building. That's like, hey, we we try to we try to hypothesis that let's build through the transfer portal to a degree, mm-hmm. and then phase out, and they're and they realize that's not possible. So they're so we're sticking with the original plan. Stay so on the course. We're going old school. Like, I I don't know, but things feel different right now and they don't feel good. And I, and I, the, the confusion here for me is, is bothersome because I have the same confusion about what Mel Tucker's identity is for his program. Generally, we've talked about like, what's your offense? Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. what is your offensive identity? What is your defensive identity? It is unclear what you're trying to do here. And I thought we would see more clarity at this point in time from him. And, and for me, this is a make or break year in terms of, I need to see what you're about. I would rather them fail trying to execute on what they want to be than continue to, I don't, it feels like we've been playing with training wheels or something. I don't know. It does. It does. Yeah. If this year doesn't go well, you're entering year five next year. And it is year five next year with a. But not year five of the contract. Let's be clear. Right. With a. Tuck just needs to get his guys. (laughs) It's like, what are you going to mean at that point? Um, So we'll see. We'll see. Again, I'm going to open up, you know, the mid June. Uh, uh, outline and say, hey, you were uh, a bit alarmist one month ago. Care to revise those statements? And we'll we'll see about that. But right now, three guys in next year's recruiting class is difficult to explain away. Yeah, and I don't know that the one four star is a solid commit either. <laughs> So great. I can't wait till that one falls through and all of the insiders can be like, this was a known decommitment. Why are we freaking out about you guys? This is one of my favorite insider things of like, well, I've known about this for a while. So <laughs> pe- people I didn't that say anything about it or have it. known about this. <laughs> if you weren't in my DMs, you wouldn't know. But yeah, yeah. yeah. These are the same people that after like something happens to the coach and they leave the program, they'll be like, well, that person actually was really underachieving. We all knew that this was not a good fit, but they're the same people that like months prior because they need the access would have been like great coach. You know, he's doing X, Y, or Z things. He's doing (laughs) recruiting. The the access journalism in recruiting is and uh, a big old grain of salt that needs to be taken with everything 
yeah, and it's uh, and by access it, to be clear, because it's not like real journalists don't have access to things. Correct. Yes, but it is the bottom feeders of the bottom feeders within the program, right? Like who get the whispers from water cooler gas. It's not great. Um, and they're always never surprised. So yep. anyway, well, you can't, you uh, can't show surprise. You can't be like, I can't believe it. I, I can't believe I can't believe it. Can't. Uh, also, it's not great for selling your subscriptions to your. Right. Uh, exactly. That's your exactly message board. Right. So no one's uh, going to pay for an insider. <laughs> get surprised by things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's weird to me like it, that would be so refreshing anyway should we uh oh well we did say that they're not on social media they did post a three minute walkthrough of the renovations of the football building uh kevin man on the streets uh you snuck in last night tell me about it yeah i i uh went in to use the john the new facilities over there um it's a building all right attached to an old building i still the the university released the 2025 plan or something like that and there's still a giant building on the side on the south side of the practice facility so i really don't know where this new thomas Izzo football building fits into the grand scheme of things other than to just sort of expand the weight room but um there there are still plans for something else. Um, so that's it. That's the most exciting thing that we have. A hard hat social media tour of a new building that's just a glorified weight room. That's that's where the program's at. Book it right now. Um, and I don't even know that that weight room is going to be open anytime soon. <laughs> like, it... It didn't look promising from a use perspective. I'll say that much. Um, I mean, but great, always great to see Darian Harris. Darian's really, really pushing the enthusiasm in that video. By the way, <laughs> very, mm-hmm. very like mm-hmm. this is great. Everything. I, I do really love good. that he was asking Trey <laughs> Mosley about all uh, how excited he was for it, and Trey's like, "Bro, I got, I got like a foot out the door right now. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm I don't even know if I'm going to see by the time this place opens up." <laughs> And Darian uh, Harris is like, no, I brought you here for a reason. You you go into the transfer portal, you end up under one of these concrete slabs. You hear me? You hear me? This is the state of Michigan. Like, this stuff happens try it. here. <laughs> try it. Blink twice, please. Blink twice. Uh, <laughs> do while we're piling on uh, Tucker, do we want to talk to him uh, taking a little vacay? Yeah, courtside with Ishmia, huh? Yeah, yeah I, I I got. At this point in time, maybe he's friends, like actually friends with HBO. Maybe. Yeah, could be. But it's also kind of his job to hang out with one of the best benefactors for the program, right? The man is also signing his a portion of his check, as I understand it. So Uh, folks who are mad that he's out west... like, I think we need to give Tuck a little bit of a break. It, also, yeah. they're truly, as a head football coach at a Power 5, probably any school, but at a Power 5 school, there really are no vacations. My mm-hmm. guess is he was out recruiting. So, 
or maybe we're in a dead period and I'm, I'm missing the, I missed the memo on that, but like either way, dead periods even exist anymore. Do we even have dead periods? Skeptical. Uh, and also it is, you know, it pays to be seen at those types of things. Recruits. Yeah. I mean, the sun's lost, but recruits are like, Oh wow. You were courtside at that playoff game. Yeah. That I was probably watching at home. Pays, pays to be seen by the man signing your check pays to be seen by the kids at home. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the NBA, let's uh, transition briefly to uh, our shooty hoop squad. Neither Jay Nakins nor AJ Hogard got invites to the combine. Uh, folks will remember that they put their names into the NBA draft while retaining their college eligibility. This almost certainly, unless one of them got a a note sent to them from a team that's like, hey, like if you're still around at such and such pick, like we're we're grabbing you. Yeah. Uh, this probably bodes well for them returning to the team. I'm not aware, and I would like to be corrected on this if I'm mistaken. I'm not aware of any player specifically not receiving a combine invitation, but still getting drafted. There are players that don't go to the combine that decline the combine or can't sure. make the cl- the combine or are injured, but to be available for the combine, not to get an invitation to the combine and still get drafted. I'm not aware of it ever happening. Yeah. And, and which is, uh, like I said, it, it's probable that they're coming back. The world in which that doesn't happen in, in my mind is likely that, a team told likely Jade Nakins, if you're still around here in the you know the mid to late second round, we'll we'll take you. Um, and maybe he's into that. I, I so I don't know. It'd be, yeah, it wouldn't be. surprising. I, I suspect they're both coming back with this news, but maybe I mean, they have an opportunity for a actually... few more workouts. We've never actually heard from Hogard himself that he put his name into the combine, right? Or into the no. into the draft. We just no. his name appeared on the list. That's how we know about it. Yep. Okay. Um Yeah. I hope I hope there's a tweet celebrating it. Um just because of course you were. Take every opportunity. Uh, that would be more solid pub uh, from the social medias than the football team's been putting out lately. So I will take it. Uh, <laughs> We're going to retweet that guy. We're going to print it off. We're going to yeah. post it. We're going to mail a copy to our moms for Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, and their moms, too. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, the other bit of news, I don't know if we really want to talk about this, but it it is... For those who've gone to Michigan State up until probably next year, you may recall walking past an Olympic outdoor pool. Uh, Oh, we're talking I Am West here? Yeah, and that is being filled in and will be turned into a green space. Well, I Am West generally is being turned into a green space, as I understand it, in the long term. So, yeah, it just... uh, Folks got sensitive about this. Yeah, it got, it got 
folks got in their feelings over this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, e- explain. Mm-hmm. People I who like to swim. This. Oh yeah, you know people who like to swim. That that people. You know this does it. This isn't a thing that happens at other Big Ten schools. There's a reason for that. Uh, and uh, you know that it, it was a cool thing that Michigan State had. It wasn't. So. I don't know. I mean, the like, number of times I've walked past that pool thousands and seen of times, no maybe. one there. Even when there was water on that thing, no one was ever using it. It was the least utilized single part of campus that exists. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that Michigan State needs more green space. That's if if your pushback is they didn't need green space, all right, fine. But they also didn't need this pool, so yes, like <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think that if you've got a gripe, if you want to actually have a hill to die on, it's that they're not including a pool in the updated intramural building. That's it. If you're getting upset about a crappy old pool from the '60s or whenever it was built. It's like leaching lead into the ground and the water supply underneath. Um, I I don't know what to tell you, but if you want to have some beef about what's available in the updated IM facility, fine. Go. For yeah, it. it's do right, that because it's not that you lost this pool because you weren't using it. Correct. It's it, yeah. it is where that were all these people the thousand times I've walked past this thing. Yeah, I maybe it's just a loud majority or sorry minority of in the Tobias Funke sort of there are dozens of us uh, <laughs> dozens, <laughs> uh, and you all never seem to be there together. So um, maybe if they had sold pool tags or something that like people could just go lounge there that would have been more popular. I don't know. Um, the thing, put the vibe. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's head off Grand River. But before we do, uh, Greg, uh, we got a question about this. We don't need to talk about it right now. Uh, so gambling investigations. Uh, did you, did you hear about this? Societally, we're going through a bit of a gambling moment, Mike Jones. I don't know if you've turned the TV on anytime soon or been at a game at Spartan stadium. But gambling is in right now. Which, well, not way, at we Spartan Stadium anymore. Yeah, we haven't talked about the Caesars sportsbook thing. We didn't really talk about the thing. We kind of ta- said we were going to talk about it and didn't really ever actually talk about it. And then definitely never talked about the fact that it's no it's longer a thing. <laughs> so, um, and, and with Alan Haller messaging... Can you can you DM me at my burner <laughs> and that being <laughs> subject to a FOIA request? Uh, uh Alan, known listener, Alan Haller, bro. If if it can't be FOIA'd, maybe just don't talk about it. Maybe pick up the phone. Huh? Yeah. Just have we thought about just, that? But just own it, man. Just yeah. own it. Just uh, be like Straight up, we got paid more than anyone else. It's our most lucrative contract. I made a decision. Cheers. Do that. Just do that. Not up. Just be like, it's for the student athletes. Blah, 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 (laughs) blah, blah. blah. And their health 
and wellness. Uh, all right. So the the thing is that yeah, gambling has obviously you know uh, the permissible uh, gambling has become legalized in a in a great number of states, and that has then led to online based gambling. So I'm sure a great number of listeners don't need the basic tutorial, but for those who do, nowadays you can download an app and place bets online wherever. Uh, So that's interesting and cool and fun, and everybody gets to do it unless you remember the NCAA. (laughs) Uh, And so Iowa... And Iowa State were subject to investigations from their gambling board. And it was nearly every varsity sport at those schools that got flagged in this. To to the point that it seems that the regs weren't communicated. Like it was mm-hmm. like it, enough people got picked up in this. Either one of two things happened. It was not adequately communicated what the restrictions were as an NCAA student athlete. Or uh they gambling has an addictive component to it and there's a greater number of people who are susceptible to that addictive component than maybe i imagine to acknowledge well it, it i mean if i'm being candid like that i would have imagined right for for that number of folks to be looped up in it right that you couldn't just not do it but um, looped up in it if i remember correctly this is not like they didn't differentiate between the compulsive gamblers and just folks that participated a few times, right? It was sure. No, no. And I, but I'm suggesting that if you were, if it was communicated to you, Hey, you can't do this or you will lose. Then, then like, what are you doing? Like, well, these are, I don't know. Have you met college students lately? (laughs) Sure. Or have you ever been one? Michael Jones, how many kids during AOP, during orientation, uh, were told no alcohol this weekend or you're not getting into MSU? And how many kids were in those dorm rooms having a drink or two, finding some way to do it? That's fair. Party or something. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, for AOP, I was like, I listened to the trust us. You can get away with murder once you get here, but not tonight. <laughs> this is the one time. <laughs> and I said, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Uh, but no, that's that's fair. I it just but at the same time, student athletes are so regimented in nearly everything that they do. Like we don't actually talk about that enough. Like their sleep is tracked. Their meals are tracked. Like, I mean, there's so much of them that is that is monitored and then later monetized, but the, um, for this to slip through and, and this isn't Iowa just is who got caught. This happened at Alabama to a lesser degree. Um, I think that would be a bigger story, but they're too busy dealing with murder. Uh, and they're not dealing with it. It was the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, that's right. So, but you, you called this, that this was going to happen. Um, and that is rare. You throw a lot of darts and it is shocking how often you miss. My shotgun method, one. one pelt 
one little pellet finally hit something. And uh, I mean, it was just obvious that this was going to take place and it's going to continue to happen. And there's going to be some kind of, you know, old time baseball style betting thing that comes out eventually in all of this. Betting in sports is just too big right now and too pervasive. It's going to continue to happen and it's going to happen on a much grander scale. Not to let Iowa off the off the hook, because, you know, why would we do that? Why would why would you ever they still let have, Iowa off the hook? They still haven't assessed their racism problem, so it's fine. <laughs> uh, but the the. The, the the component of this, though, that's interesting is that th- these kids are not employees. And we we talked about this last week in our old man show that maybe that would be better for everybody if they were, in fact, mm. employees. Um, but, you know, the NFL takes a relatively speaking hard stance on this. Correct. That, so if you bet on anything NFL you're gone for mm. a long time. You don't, you don't even have to bet on your team. You can bet on other teams. You're gone. Uh, was it Calvin Ridley who set out a year for gambling right. on other NFL teams? And then uh, who's, is it James, James Williams, Williamson, mm-hmm. uh, the Detroit lions wide receiver who is gone for six games for gambling on non NFL sports in an NFL facility, which is wild to me because the NFL does have gambling partnerships. So why is it a problem to do in facility? That's confusing for, for him, but like, it's not confusing. Do do as they say, not as they do. Sure. Michael, it's the, it's the old dad approach. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Can relate. Uh, the, so, This feels like another iteration, you know, we we talked about name, image, and likeness, and before we knew that it was going to totally turn into what it's turned into, the idea was pretty simple, that ordinary college students could participate, could benefit from and gain money from their name, image, and likeness. They could host YouTube channels and make money, they could work at camps, like, they could be golf pros, whatever. Mm-hmm. skills that uh or or things that student athletes would actually be able to monetize now name image and likeness is a funny catchphrase for what we're dealing with now because no for name image or company. likeness is actually being used i i don't know man i see tyson walker popping up all over the place with his camp his various camps and his very <laughs> I, basketball she, DVDs that he's selling. <laughs> the but this feels like another situation that we're going to run into at some point in time where the NCAA student athletes would be able to rightfully say, mm-hmm. "I am not your employee. You don't get to stop me from gambling when everyone else on campus gets to." Mm-hmm. I mean, you you may not like it because, you, but I, I suspect. It, and by you, I mean you, not you, Kevin Greck, but you, the listener. Right. But 
you you may not like gambling and and that's a perfectly fine position to hold but it is legal it's a thing that people get to do and there's not actually a compelling reason that they shouldn't be able to do it now if they're gambling on their games obviously that <clears throat> that threatens the integrity of the match if they're gambling on games Related to their university, you could make an argument that that threatens the integrity of the the match because they may know things or they may be able to split profits, right? But uh, hey, wh- why should they be deprived of rights that other people have? And the only reason you can come up with that's, to me anyway, convincing is, oh, they're an employee, and your employer gets to control your conduct. Are there other ways in which there is there like a student athlete code of conduct or something like that, whereby uh, student athletes can be can have their scholarship revoked or can be removed from competition for like uh, like a curfew would be a good example or something like that. Teams have all kinds of team rules. mm -hmm. I mean, I. I don't know that we spent a ton of time talking about it, but we did not talk about some of the haircut pressures that may or may not have come at Michigan State University for the basketball team. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah. Some of them are wildly racist rules. Uh, but the... Uh, yeah, I was there, told there that was a team decision, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, look... A, there are plenty of ways that you could do it. The problem is, is that, you know, I, I assume that let's, I, well, let me rephrase. I assume that gambling is not legal in Utah, but for the sake of this argument, actually we'll use Tennessee. Tennessee is a better example. There we go. Let's wait better not to bring Utah into this. If you don't have to, let's assume that gambling is legal in Tennessee. I don't know if it is. I don't particularly care, but let's assume that Liberty says you cannot gamble as a student here at our university. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing is, the only folks that are going to come up in an investigation by the gambling board are student athletes. Because they're looking into the fixing of games. Mm. They're not looking to be an extension of the university's enforcement. So I don't know that any even if you if you made a university-wide rule that if you're a student athlete, you could be like, this is bullshit. How are you going to actually enforce this? Because mm. it's only going to be applicable to me. It's only, as it turns out, going to be applicable to me by the nature of how these things are enforced and who does those enforcements. But, yeah. As, I don't know. This will be interesting to see. I... I think that there are a number of things that student athletes have for expectations on them that normal students do not that I get like a curfew or, you know, other requirements that this would just be another one. I don't know if any of those have been tested in court. Um, Like I should be able to continue to be a student athlete, even though I don't participate in or i violated a curfew or something like that or or at byu um well that has happened right but were was that challenged in court it's a religious university 
it's private, so it doesn't matter. Okay, gotcha. Well, and it's, and it's religious, so like, mm-hmm. you know, your weird sex rules uh, <laughs> are <laughs> like the their rules aren't really around consent it's just no unless you're married <laughs> it's just... at that point in time always yes uh but the <laughs> that's that's the rule of consent actually <laughs> yeah really a, a real great system you all got there utah but yep. uh but that wouldn't they would be well without of the bounds because they are actually protected by the first amendment um but a public institution like Iowa, Iowa State, Michigan State, right, that you you have equal protection requirements, you have equality requirements. And so I have a I can I can imagine rules around gambling for student athletes that are uh, meet the, the requirements of, of the you know, the, the amendments that would apply here, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause you'd be, you'd be making an argument that I should be, I should be treated the same as other student athletes and, and the university would get a lot of deference there. But at some point in time, they've got to be reasonably related to like what's trying to be governed here and just not gambling is not actually a rational thing for you to argue when you let everybody else do it yeah so and actively encourage it like like you were saying actively yeah you advertise that shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) like correct so um so anyway this is like i i feel bad question mark I, i feel bad for iowa state iowa sorry no no bad feelings but the it i i think i think the NCAA would do well to sit on this case for a long while with no repercussions to find out how many other universities had whoopsie daisies. Um, and then maybe give a free pass to everybody with a stern warning about the future. Uh, just so. like a, the good old fashioned NCAA, like we're serious this time. Before it was something else. It's serious now. Very. We'll call serious. it the bill. The bill self. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, should we get these Twitter questions? Let's do it. Let's let's All go right. to the Twitter question. First up, leave it to Sparty. Most uh, debilitating pain: earache, toothache, headache. So, I'll say I had a. Uh, I had a, and this may be unrelated, but I had a root canal a little while back, maybe yeah. a year ago at this point in time. Yeah. And somehow post root canal, maybe unrelated, I don't know, but a wisdom tooth started growing in. Not fully. Wow. Just enough. And that was wake up, can't sleep, excruciating pain. Um, so I'm going to go with toothache as my answer well as someone that's never even had a cavity it's hard for me to relate same except (laughs) okay i guess you can have a root canal without it being a a Uh, it was uh i i got i I got jumped and i had a i had a tooth cracked because i got jumped someone Uh, uh uh cracked my tooth when they punched me wait so when did this happen 
don't know, this was a, a while ago in Philly, and then I just ignored it for a really long time, and then eventually... <laughs> just like, I'm going to the bar. <laughs> and it, Yeah, my first day in court, I had a black eye because of it. It was you just was you re- just got cold clocked in Philly and did this person like take your wallet or stand over you urinate on your body do something like that like no it was a bunch of douchey college bros and I don't know what happened but it was not great and I don't really like talking about it because it actually was kind of the worst uh, <laughs> but let's relive yeah. your trauma here yeah that's literally what we're doing air. right now. <laughs> It was actually quite traumatic, uh, but the, yeah, black eye, uh, uh, cracked one cracked tooth and, uh, it was, it was not great. Um, getting just jacked from behind and then pummeled a couple more times. So, um, good time. Good time. Uh, I agree with you though. Toothache. This went to a dark place. (laughs) Yeah. I've got, I'm trying to like desperately recover from this headache is like the more splitting immediate pain, but it tends to subside. If it didn't subside, then you've got your number one, but toothache is like chronic. It's ongoing. There's nothing to be done about it. That's the one earache. It's, I don't know. Earache's more like antibiotics. Yeah. You got antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. Do something with that. Uh, next up, requires like surgery. Next up from the Charvert. Number one, I need ideas for what to nickname my new dad mobile, the Rav Four. <laughs> I can only think of Kanye's rap about a Rav. What'd you think I rap for to push a Rav Four? Yeah. Um, is that what he said? Is that the full lyric? That's the full lyric. Listen, man, we can't really be exchanging in Kanye lyrics anymore. Did you have you kept up on him? Have you uh, have you looked into this recently? Um, turns out Kanye has some ideas about things. Old ideas, some might say. <laughs> just being just being recycled through the ages yeah. over and over yeah. and over again. So it ends up Kanye not an innovator tropes. Do, I mean, do we take the easiest thing, Garv, and go with the shark four? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Did I tell you I, uh, I I taught my son the Bob's Burger uh, song about buckling up? No, I don't think I'm familiar with the Bob's Burger song about buckling up. Is this from the Bob's Burger movie that I still haven't seen? No, no, it's from the show. It's just buckle up, buckle up, buckle up or you'll die. (laughs) (laughs) And there's nothing funnier than a four-year-old who doesn't understand mortality singing that song. (laughs) Just being like, buckle up, buckle up, buckle up. Or you'll die. die. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, your dadmobile, um, I don't know, rad dad four, I don't know. You came to the wrong place, Charvert. Yeah. To go back. Go back to your <laughs> We got nothing for you, bud. Um, second up from the Charvert, um, should we be worried about decommits? Uh, yes. Our entire show. <laughs> um, I am getting dog-sipped coffee. Dog-sipping oh, dog coffee. Oh, si- dog-sipping coffee while the building burns around him vibes. Ah, uh, yes. The, the this is fine. This is fine meme. Also, Graham Couch might be into something with the pledge thing no, after all. No, Don't give him no, credit no, for that. No, no, Don't no. give him credit. 
There's something Again. that we need to it with this is part of the like the greater like debate around Tucker and his performance overall. The people that have been Tucker skeptics from the beginning, they don't get credit now just because things are going poorly. I don't know that Graham's been a Tucker, Tucker skeptic. In no, I'm I'm not suggesting that. I'm saying people that were wrong at one point, but then start to become right over time shouldn't get credit for that. You mm-hmm. need to evaluate the evidence in front of you at that moment, and you get credit for reaching the right conclusion under those circumstances. Would you would you say this is a better answer than John Kerry gave about flip-flopping? The, the other thing that I was going to give you is there's like those doomsday guys in financial circles. So it'd be like, everything's a recession all the time. And then when it becomes a recession, they were like, I told you, did I not tell you it was going to be a recession? Which I'm waiting for, by the way. I've uh, been hearing a lot about that, about the recession for the last several years. Still no recession. Mm. There's inflation. We're all still waiting on it. Still no recession. I uh, CEOs keep telling us about this recessionary environment that we're in. Still no recession, but it's fine. Um, so anyway, don't give Graham credit for this. He was wrong. Also, then. he's wrong Maybe. now. Yeah. I look. I just want to know. Has Graham ever said the Pledge of Allegiance? And does he feel like that's not a commitment? <laughs> so if you're going to say... Answer that question live on the air, Graham. <laughs> to your yeah, throw that audience. into your Twitter questions. Or hot take for your hot take show. You're an anti-patriot. Next up, mm-hmm. Elon Bloom. Winning solves everything. But how many wins do you realistically see this year for football? Uh, I think we have not been asked this question since we lost Keon and Peyton. Yeah, this is fun. I mean, but we did agree that this is good for minus 1.5 wins or something like that. Yeah, so I think we were at seven and a half. So now, so now we're down to like a six or... Yeah, it's rough. I'm still taking the over. I'm taking the over because I insist on being an optimist. Because we're raising the floor. Raising the floor. All that stuff I said 30 minutes ago, throw it away. The most important thing is raising the floor, which is why it's concerning. There's only three dudes in this class. Um, And finally, uh, or next from Elon Bloom, what basketball player will fans overrate based on Moneyball this year? Great question. Great. So here's the question. thing, because it is almost certain that no matter what, Cohen Carr steals the show, right? Oh yeah, uh, maybe like, not during so, the game, but during warmups for sure. I I just have a hard time believing that. Do you think folks say, "Oh, it's Moneyball"? I'm not going to look into Cohen Carr as anything more than this was a Moneyball performance. So he doesn't actually get overhyped because he gets the money ball tagged. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to be all the freshmen. It's going to be the freshman class. Because Garrick's Garrick's my prediction. They spread out the the talent. And Jeremy Fears is going to look good. Cohen Carr is going to look good. And people are going to be... Maybe Jay Nakins is right. (laughs) Trying to go to the league. Uh, Look, next if, up, for if me, AJ shoots insane from three, we need to talk. 
Yeah. Uh, finally, for Elon Bloom, uh, can you give me two coaches that you'd like to see Tucker pursue if we have the same type of year this year? Oh. So here's where I am on on Tucker and hires. I like I, I look at the the most recent recruiting coordinator hire Mm -hmm. and i do not think i could find a hire that is less inspiring but at this point in time new hires by tucker are either him or shovels thrust into his own grave or are what he's going to build a legacy on. So I don't particularly care. I thought we ought to be able at the recruiting coordinator position, hire somebody interesting with some sizzle. I like, I truly thought we had warranted that. We'd gotten there as a program. Yeah. Uh, That Tucker had enough pizzazz as a head coach, that he had enough financial backing. Like it, there was enough there that we could have done this. We got the guy that lost out to to Michigan State on Noah Kim. That's what we got. So and got fired and kind of just sat on his hands for a year. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. Um, so I'm at the point where it's a trust the evaluation, trust the interview, and until it's proven that it was a bad hire. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, uh, I don't have particular names, Elon Bloom, that I, I'm interested in him pursuing. Frankly, at this point in time, I'd take some younger coaches. Like, give me some coordinators who are I've never heard of. And why would I? Like, I, I'm open to that possibility. Um because I don't think Michigan State's a program, frankly, that's going to bring in a dude that's a, a Saban-esque name. Well, we keep making these big investments in coaches. We The, the coach salaries yeah. have been pretty good. Uh, the MSU's, what, number like four or something in the Big Ten in assistant coaching salaries, or maybe even higher than that? It's not the, shit. The, the thing is it seems to be used on guys that you could get for less that we're paying yes. more. We're paying above market rate for, which you were paying more than Jay Johnson earns on the free market. You don't, my understanding, and I, I've been on a couple of hiring committees, but my understanding many. is um, you, you pay what you need to, to get the person that you want. You don't pay someone for the sake of paying them that they might become a million dollar offensive coordinator. But what do I know? You know, what what do I know? The weird thing is about Jay and Scotty. Just looking at those two. Mm -hmm. Based upon a resume. I would have gotten paying Scotty money. Based upon what he'd done. Yeah. Jay Johnson had like weird offensive coordinator experience. Like never any meaningful tenure. 
Nothing ever glamorous or like worth writing home about. And his best season to date is probably the canine season where he was benefited deeply by having an elite professional running back. I just, I don't, I don't get why he, we ought to be pooling that money elsewhere is I guess what Correct. I'm saying. Correct. Yeah. It doesn't need to go into Jay Johnson's, you know, mortgage and white Hills or whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Next up, Thomas Zambiasi. I'm planning on seeing the games against Richmond and IU. Which one's more likely to be a win? <laughs> it's Richmond. It's Richmond. By far Richmond, but they're both going to be wins because as we saw, Indiana is one of the two teams with fewer, <laughs> fewer commits in their 2024 class. Um, next Greg, up, this one's from, for you. Favorite uh, oh, Detroiters episode. Uh, I I love the one that has the Devereaux furs commercial. Um, that that one would be my favorite, or at least most frequently quoted uh detroiters episode uh i also really like the one where they go to the uh family reunion on on belle isle um that one's also very quotable throughout uh next up from thomas zombiasi uh what's the move for a late morning meal beggars soup spoon or dimitri's i've never been to dimitri's and you and i went to beggars i believe two years ago the hungover um <laughs> that's why you go to beggars to fix that it was, situation it was great out of that but i've not been to soup spoon so uh tell me do they have matrix goop there uh they don't it's a it's a huge uh it's a huge disappointment every time i walk in and there is no so dimitri's is on saginaw in lansing interesting why do I not know of this place? How I near? Guess it's like uh, it's in Waverly. It's like all the way on the other side. Like I really don't know when I would ever be over there. But um, I um, I would definitely take beggars of those two. Of those soups. You can walk again. there. You don't want to drive with a hangover. It's probably Correct. illegal. Correct. Ill advised. Um, so that would be my choice. Um, next up, from the neurotic, what will you give at Couch in the Rue before Mother's Day? Mother's Day. Uh, a pledge. <laughs> uh, how long are they off for? I don't know. Uh, but I, I, I do think sometimes that... Uh, Maybe uh, for Twitter rankings, it would be nice to have uh, uh, Jason on just because I'm sure he would welcome the opportunity to talk shit about people's Twitter to, questions. To, to give it, Grant, give Grant it would be way too polite about it. <laughs> uh, next up from Neurotic Pants, uh, can you schedule the meetup for the Richmond game? I bought a ticket already and my parole officer won't let me reschedule. Um, I, we have not talked yet. I, I am confident that we will do something. Um, 
this year, but I, we've we got to study that game. schedule. We also have to have our can't read, can't write corporate offsite at some point. Uh, there's a lot to be done. Honestly, we Quite should a start lot. an LLC at this point in time just to, to spend just into to oblivion. All of this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep you in the, in the loop, Mr. Erotic Pants. And then finally, I, for one, welcome Would that be AI marketing, rule. by the way? If we bought tickets, would those be marketing expenses? Uh, sure. I mean, who's going to audit us? I think I think it us. No, they're not. All right. Uh, I, for one, welcome AI rule and welcome the harvest of my <laughs> neural energy for operation of the hive. Don't you? I mean, you can't say no. They're going to remember that this is all being transcribed and chat GPT is going to have it. And it's going to remember that this is the episode without plum. And uh, they're going to, it, it will continue know. to forget him as yep. a co-host. Uh, I, I will say though, that any, I don't know about where you're at uh, for work, but generative AI is, um, if anyone asks a question about it, it's like, maybe this is not all fantastic. They get shot down. The tech enthusiasm is out of control. Oh, yeah. And all, which is, I could go off on a whole thing about this. About maybe it's like maybe we should put legal things into there because that might be a breach of attorney client privilege or customer data. Because anyway, yeah, I think a lot of people don't fully understand how the training models work and what's upstream and downstream of those, but the amount of like tech skepticism that there normally is, and then to just be like, no, whatever chat GPT says, we'll do that. That's the smart thing. It, that'll, that's it'll just be the the just adoption. Be the yes, the, it's just straight right into it. I mean, the, the, like, the blowback that the Blu-ray got as an upgrade over the DVD, and yet we're all like, "Yeah, oh sure, yeah, okay." Let's just do it, this. I have theories for why that is, um, but if I shared them here, we would lose listenership. So I'm not going to. Mm. I, for the content. For the, con- right. for the content. Well, well, as, soon as, <laughs> as soon as we click stop record, I need to hear these things. <laughs> All right. Very good. You won't be uh, Next up, Tyrone Couch. <laughs> Q is the only letter not used in the U.S. state name. It's also not in a horse unless you <laughs> use the antiquated spelling of Q-U-E-E-F. Now you know. No, no. <laughs> uh, next up from Tyrone Couch. Is he, the trying week. To, is he trying to replace Christy with Horst? Is that what this is? Like, we're trying to, we, he's trying to recalibrate in that direction. We never, uh, we didn't, we didn't talk about the tweet that, uh, that got a lot of people explaining why they liked the Lakers. And then trying to tell me that Max Christie was on their team. And I'm like, yeah, I know who's on their team. And I know what I said. Did you notice that uh, when Izzo went to the Warriors-Lakers game, saw a lot of Izzo and Draymond? I don't think I saw any Izzo and Christie. (laughs) I don't think I saw a single Izzo-Christie picture or acknowledgement. Nope. And you know what? They had an opportunity. 
almost certainly for Max, Tom, and Draymond all to take a picture together. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. And you know it what? did not happen. My guess is that my guess is that Draymond never acknowledged Max Christie as a fellow Spartan. <laughs> and he would, he would do up. that with Tillman. He'd do that with Jaron. Just to be clear. like Yeah. Oh, they find ways to do. If there's another dude in the stands, they'll bring them down and take a picture on the court. But <laughs> Max Christie. Max Christie in a Lakers uniform did not happen. Nah. <laughs> Sitting at the end of that bench. Did not happen. Uh, Rant of the week. The lack of competent workers. My mom is a restaurateur. Not a word. It's like hotelier, but for restaurants. And her employees (laughs) constantly walk out if she makes them work. Our custodians have not cleaned all year. They have one broom and one mop for the entire MFN school. Cold black mop water makes my room dirtier. (laughs) So this seems to be not a lack of competent workers, but a lack of pay for workers is what I'm hearing here. Because I, if you have also a lack of supplies, if they have one broom and one mop, that is not for I'm sorry, Tyrone. You need to tighten up your rant. There are holes here. Wow! Someone took you, someone took the 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 really like ooh it's you know rise no, up proletariat uh, approach here. Also, but he's complaining anymore, about the Michael. number of supplies. People don't want to work anymore, Michael. Tennessee is We're wearing in- off on Tyrone. That's what I hear here. <laughs> Next uh, up, and finally from oh, go ahead. Oh, this one's not going to oh. happen. It's well, a uh, bad news. I don't even know if he's going to listen to this. Homework request for Plum. Listen to the following songs. Critique, as I know you are the lyrical master. Oh, God. Then there's some songs. Who cares? Next up from Sportsball Joey. Can an SD4L tag be revoked? This was basically what we were debating last week. Yeah. This is basically what we were debating last week. And the answer is yes. Yes, it can. Yes, it should. A number of them should be revoked. It's also it's good. Uh, I mean, because think Peyton about Thorne was booed <laughs> at graduation. Like, let's think about this. It, uh, let's really take some time. Kenneth Walker is Kenneth Walker SD four L. Is he Wake Forest? Whatever the fuck they are for life, <laughs> Demon Deacons. Uh, is, is he a double D for L? <laughs> oh, he's also he, that. He is not. Uh, yeah. And my guess is that they are not thrilled, the few fans that they have, uh, that he went on to bigger and better things somewhere else. As we talked um, about on the pod at that time, whoever the, is upset as you might be with Coach uh, Tuck right now, whoever their coach is, whatever his name is, like should just get fired. It, it, like yeah. the Wake Forest athletic director, while while Kenneth Walker was setting like Big Ten records, should have just put the whatever. highlight reel up on a projector screen. Yeah, be like I need to should've, talk to you about something. Should have just brought him in to the in into his office and just been like, "How do I not fire you for your lack of judgment?" Like, how, just 
please give me any reason. It, there, it's impossible that you can keep your job. <laughs> impossible. Yeah. So, Sports Ball Jelly, that's a long way of saying... I, I, will Keon Coleman theoretically be able to come back to campus like after a pro career? I mean, of course you're going to take somebody back. But Keon didn't create a legacy here. And, and he's also not going to come back here. He's going to go to wherever it is that he ends up. Yeah. And and Peyton Thorne, he's not coming back here either. Like, well, and, it depends on what happens at Auburn. If if he washes no. out at Auburn, which he will, he'll come back here. No, I don't know how warm won't. the welcome is going to be, but he will. This will be the place that he re- relates. To at best, his there. legacy is being second fiddle to an elite player who used to be a demon deacon. Like, I just no. You, like, you graduate here and you may be nothing in terms of a, a play output, but you, and by graduate, I mean you complete your athletic career here. Mm-hmm. And you are a Spartan dog for life. But you leave? To go play you collegiately left. somewhere else? Yeah. You yeah. left. Like, I, I don't... So... Uh, yeah, there are uh, some exceptions to this. Like, uh, if you were not a big contributor and you go down several levels as a grad transfer, I'll well, we talked that. about Trey Mosley. Like, let's assume Keon stayed. If Trey mm-hmm. Mosley went, who who has had a nice little career and and chose to go to a, another school of similar stature. I, I'm not going to begrudge that kid. Truly. I like, I would not, I, I would be sad to see him go, but I also don't think you get the SD 4L tag then because you left. Like I, I, what, know. what does the 4L stand for in the, uh, in the SD 4L? Hmm. Hmm. I can't think of it. No, uh, it's not clear. It's unclear. Next up, like, is Jones. Michigan State going to retweet highlights? Is the football account going to retweet highlights from Keon and Peyton at their next stop? The answer is no, because they're not happy for them. And when they're in the pros, if they're in the pros, they're not going to retweet that shit either. Correct. Correct. Although I did the the did the football team retweet Nick Foles stuff when he was in the Super Bowl. Ooh. interesting do we claim him we do claim him don't we when it's convenient i think it's it when, when it's convenient we we do yeah, yeah he yeah. he says nice things but, about the program but he didn't go anywhere asked. and start right he did yeah oh where did he go uh didn't crap. he come back no um why am i blanking on this Arizona. Yes. I was going to say it's it's because he went to a school that no one respects. That's why it's fine. I was going to say, I I knew that it was West. Um, yeah, no one respects it. So it's fine. And he was here for a year. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's okay. Um, didn't Keith nickel leave and come back? No, 
he committed here, went to Oklahoma. That one I know. And then ultimately transferred back. Okay. All right. But did not leave again after the transfer. Yeah. Uh, Keith Nickel, SD4L. Uh, Nick Foles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it will never be convenient for, for Keon. I promise it won't Correct. be. Uh, next up, Mike Jones. Uh, Greg, what you drinking? I have here a bear fight, small batch, American single malt whiskey, because we're doing that now. Um, and it's solid. Uh, this is the second time reaching for this, for this, uh, this uh, fifth. And I like it. If you can get your hands on this, and I don't know that you can actually, uh, you should buy it at your local liquor purveyor. What are you drinking over there, Mike Jones? Uh, so I was having, I think I said uh, this last week, I, I was having the Trace uh, uh by, I think it's actually made by Sousa. Um, but it's, uh, I'm having the Añejo, and then uh, I had to pour out all of my... Um, uh, my all day IPA because founders is the worst. Um, and so now I'm having Miller light. Also founders, you can't be racist twice. I'm sorry. <laughs> like there is a consequence. And at some point in time, I have to become a full kid rock on your brand. Indeed. All right. I'll take this next question for our own mental health. Should we give up on caring about recruiting? Uh, I guess, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe this is better for all of us. Maybe we should have done this a long time ago. Maybe we all should have learned not to let our lives be dictated by the whims of the 16-year-old boys and the decisions that they make. Because they are fickle. They, they're, there's not reason to them. They're... But you've got to have it both ways. You've got to be consistent about this. If Tuck kicks it back up again and there are Lambos and, and uh, you know, Rolls on the field again, and there's like all those dudes coming in or we get a, a five-star recruit that, that comes through, you got to be consistent. you got to remember, we're being steady state. We're not letting this affect us. We're not doing this over and over and over again. Um, so. You either have to go all in on recruiting and make it your life, which I don't recommend, or you have to decide that you're going to be a rational, sane uh, contributor to society that um, just sort of dabbles every once in a while in uh, <laughs> in uh, in the recruiting talk. You know, you know when it when it suits you, when it when it's right to do. Uh, the next question is from the upper, uh, the upper deck jerk guy. Why even recruit kind of the same thing. Uh, when asking why even recruit, I think it sounds like Tuck has decided not to recruit. Maybe, yeah. maybe he got this question from you first. Upper deck jerk guy. Did you get a, a, uh, Tuck token? Uh, and you recommended an NF in an NF Tuck? Uh, and recommended in that Discord channel, don't even bother because he seems to be listening. If that is the case, why even hire staff? Who does this? 
why bother? Why why learn the rules of the game and become an in-game coach? Like why do why do any of these things? We've been really hard on the program. Like well, this episode have they have they earned? Like you didn't give me any podcast content other than losing a recruit and a three-minute clip of you holding Trey Mosley hostage while you walk through <laughs> some construction site. Like, like it felt like, uh, you know, the, why can't I remember the character names? The, 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 in the wire, the, the characters who used to kill people and then put them in um, like abandoned housing. It's been a long time since I've watched the wire. There's a great clip where she's buying a nail gun. Oh, she was, she was so fantastic. Oh, anyway, it, whatever not important it felt like a terrible week to be this should be a time of this the year where it is just bullshit hype Mm -hmm. and it should be our job as fans who have a podcast to address bullshit hype and they didn't even help us help you tuck help us help you uh, next up from the protect jerk guy, will the 2024 class even be in the top 50? Um, yes. And here's why, because they're doing the bare minimum and they're still there. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we talked uh, several times, I think the natural state for MSU is somewhere in the teens and it better be there that that is where it should end up. Um, and then finally from the upper deck jerk guy, anyone want to buy some upper deck football ticks? <laughs> As I understand, this is me. Uh, there are some available probably up there. Mm-hmm. I've heard from someone that has decided not to renew their tickets this year. That call is coming in from the ticket office like every day. And it just goes to voicemail every day. Oh, I wonder if that's why they call me. I get calls. I've been getting a lot of calls lately, and I assumed it was just for regular donations. Mm. Um, I should pick up, see what they're up. Maybe they want a library book back or something. You should pick up tomorrow. Uh, next up from the Mamopolyf, uh, let's start with an interesting correlation that today is Mother's Day, and my username starts with mom. That's is that true. an interesting correlation? Ma. Yeah. Uh, so what type of flowers are your favorite to give or receive? Mums with 15 question marks. Pass. Next. Sunflowers. 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 Oh, you softy over there. Next from the Mamapaleaf, let's continue now with so much talk about the past, the Keon thing, the Max Christie thing. We have talked about that at all today. So let's talk future. Um, who do you think should be named captains for the 23-24 football season and why do they deserve the anur? She's just going out of her way to insert these you Mama please. I have a question for you. You realize that that Twitter's character based, right? So like you really You're don't wasting, have yeah. to misallocation. Do this. Misallocation of use here. Um, is it still a weekly thing? Um I'm going to distill this question. Whoever wins the quarterback competition, do they get named a captain? And how do you do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, Tucker had, uh, what's his face? 
Henderson was a captain every week. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know if that's a, a motivation tool within practice or like what, but it seems like this is his thing. It's an opportunity to showcase different players. And, and so I don't have a problem with it. I don't know that leaders need to be named captain for them to know that they're leaders. Like, a, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need that title. So um, I don't know if they'll, they'll name anyone. And I'm fine with that. I don't care. Who would be the next closest thing to a Henderson? Is it Snow? Or is am I just saying that because he's the most visible on social media? Like, who else would it be? I mean, he seems well-respected. Like, mm-hmm. that that would be a good one. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe in year two, Winman has that kind of clout. Um, yeah, but there's some baggage there. Yeah, no, I know. I know what I said. I know what I said. <laughs> um, like, what you you going to pick J.D. Duplain or Nick Samak? I mean, Trey Mosley? Like, I, you know, I don't know. It's on hard hat tours, you know. It, it, that that number is getting called. Uh, it's going to be Dylan Tatum. Thing, Dylan Tatum. That's my pick. Okay. Uh, and finally, that's Mamopoly saying that. Drum roll, please. With Golden Girl character Dorothy Blanche Rose or Sophia, which Golden Girl character Dorothy Blanche Rose or Sophia would you most closely align your mom to? And what do you want to say to your mom today? I've never watched an episode of Gilmore of uh, Golden Girls in my entire life. It's been on Feel- in the room. Like I'm aware of it. I know that the theme is catchy. That's the extent of what I know of Golden Girls. So I have show. truly nothing to add here. Uh, but what I do want to say to my mother, and I doubt that she's listening, but in case she is, is that I love you very much, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Oh, you old softy. Here's, here's my message. Ma! The meatloaf! <laughs> Ma! Stop listening to the podcast, Ma. I don't like it. That's that's my message to my Ma. Uh, Spartan18770 wants to know, why do people pay for navigational services for their car when you get Google Maps or Waze for free? Truly, why would you pay? Did you see, maybe this doesn't cross your desk because you're you know not in Michigan anymore. GM claims that they're going to remove CarPlay and, and Google like Auto or whatever it's called from their systems they want to control their infotainment system and i'm just like you'll never learn gm will you you will just truly never learn they they might as well just release a statement that says our plan is to double down on stuff that we're bad at until finally we get put out of our own misery that was counterpoint though pacock stole the office from netflix Mm-hmm. And that did put a little bit of a dagger in Netflix. Yeah, but, but no I one's guess GM's sub- not competing with Apple or Google. So no, this is stupid. Correct. The, the 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 smart people that are like they're making the right call is because they think that they can get some kind of like useful data out of it, or they can like get some subscription tier out of it. No, the 
crux of this question is that no one wants to pay for navigation garbage. And also, no one's going to pay for their Spotify through their car. So shut up, GM. Let the professionals do this, the professionals that know UI and that stuff. And you just focus on getting a car on the road. That's what you should also, focus on. Hey, <laughs> GM, I don't know if you've heard of AirPods, but people wear them while they drive. They don't need your infotainment center. Also, I promise. People should not wear AirPods when they drive. Maybe one. You can make a disagree. Uh, yeah, I know. I know that you disagree. Uh, next up from Spartan 18770, where is the recession that everyone keeps promising me? Oh, Spartan 18770 and I are on the same page. I have 50K of bridge cards that I need to unload soon. <laughs> bridge cards are the uh, are the the state uh, allocated funds for uh, food. And, mm. um, Snap. That's uh, yes. Indeed. Same uh, bridge. Mackinac Bridge. That's what they call it here in Michigan. Uh, you're showing your privilege here, coastal elite. Uh, I had I had them in Cal- when I lived in California after law school. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, no privilege yeah. here. It was uh, it was like soup when I couldn't find a job and I didn't have a job and it was not great. So yeah, I had some food. There assistance. was a time in college where I probably should have done the bridge card thing and I didn't, and uh, I I ate like. Wonder Bread. That that was where my palate was uh, was established. Was during that time. Yeah, it's also weird the stuff that you can't buy with them, but the other stuff that you can, like if it's prepared, you can't buy it. But but if it's just junk food, like how? Yeah, like it, which by by the way, like that's not a like buy what you want. But mm. if someone wants to use the money to buy a thing that like that's food <laughs> like it correct. doesn't feel like it needs to be this complicated correct um correct anyway uh next up kitsky uh, it's unfortunate first, this is elite this is very good and uh and plum is not here <laughs> plum say something smart with small words small words not here uh, next from the Kiski, Joan, say something smart with few words. No. And then finally, Grooch, say something smart. <laughs> he got you guys. <laughs> he, he, uh, he got you guys. He yeah. nailed you guys. Yeah. He, nailed he got it. you good. He got you good. I get off. I get off easy. I, I don't get mm-hmm. any qualifiers. You know, mm-hmm. he, got, he Just, got you guys good. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to have to change my, my name to verbose Jones in, uh, in the way of the verbose. Uh, next up, Ali. I installed, I, I finished installing the sink from hell today. Mm. Was it in hell's kitchen? See what I did there. It's a coastal elite joke. Yeah. Wrong coast, but I get, you know, all you see is coast, so. I understand. That. Ali's bi-coastal, I'm sure. Uh, it took me a month and a half, and it was the very definition of scope creep. But now I want to wash my hands after using the toilet in the sink and not in a bathtub. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> this feels like you might be able to relate to this in some way. 
After using the toilet in a sink. <laughs> this is uh this was done best in Malcolm in the Middle, I think. There's a a little like it's like a little stinger clip where uh what's his name? Brian Cranston's character like starts with one a home care project. I think it's like the garage door or something like that. And then like the light bulb goes out as a result or it breaks or something. And then like he, he goes to turn off the, the electrical and that causes some other kind of issue. And it just, it just a cascade happens. And uh, yeah, that, that is the best indication of that. And I living in a hundred year old house uh, and Jonesy, you do too. I understand how one ends up uh, using the toilet uh, in a sink, <laughs> going no, no, to the no, he, sink. No, he went. He would use the toilet and is excited to use the sink and not the bathtub. Understood. He's been using the bathtub to ha- wash his hands after toilet. Yeah, using the bathtub to wash hands. Turn the bathtub on. Wash hands. Turn bathtub off. Yeah, yeah. I we. Uh, I just assumed we, that this is what he was saying because of our experience together watching people go to toilet in our sink. Um, uh, well, yes, indeed. What are you doing over there, Phil? Uh, uh, we we uh, replaced a fan and and chose to put a lighting unit up there, um, but the lighting unit just didn't turn off today. This is the thing that happened to me today. Oh, just permanent light. Like, yeah, and and it's the fan was on a dimmer, but like a digital dimmer, and the the digital light, you know, that would hit each like there was a. You mean timer or you mean dimmer? no, 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 like you could you could change the the fan speed on the dimmer, right? So the fan would really later. Yeah. And so there's like a little green dot, you know, the higher it goes up, the faster the fan blows. Anyway, my experience out. with bathroom fans is binary. No, no, no. Fan this on, is, fan off. Duration. No, no, this of is a ceiling fan. Is fan. Uh, my story is about it. a ceiling fan. Got anyway. It. Point is, is that the uh, the light switch, the green was just like cycling up and down, and the light was just staying on. It's a hundred year old nightmare, is what I'm dealing with. <laughs> the joys of home ownership. And then finally, Ali asked, "Do you think Jay Johnson can install a sting?" No, he doesn't have to. Millie, let's get that Millie dollar. He, he calls K nine. Yeah. Never, never yeah. needed to attempt it. People talk about Mel Tucker's raise as a result of K9. I think that's the that's missing the real story here, which is Jay Johnson getting renewed and a raise because um, of K9. That's the real story. Anyway, Greg, I don't know that this has been good. I don't know that it's been bad, but it's been an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We recorded an episode. It's true. An episode took and- place. The, we, you know, only God can judge us now. It's in the camp. that's right. Our listeners certainly won't. Uh, but in the meantime, until then, hopefully with some better news next week or news or anything. News. Mel, help us help you. Truly, our DMs are open. Greg, until then, do you love me? Go Happy green. Mother's Day, Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you.